Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben and this is the Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast. Hey family, I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. This is episode 5 of season 6, my US road trip part 2. In this season, I kick things off with two weeks in New Orleans. There, I head to a couple of competitions and spend some time hanging out with the who's who of Southern Barbecue. From there, it's up to Kansas City for four days of Barbecue Nirvana at the National Barbecue and Grilling Association's Annual Conference and Excellence Awards. The final two weeks of the journey see us head into Arkansas for some R&R, including bass fishing, monster trucks, a state cook-off association competition, an AK-47, and a brush with a tornado. And of course, you're coming with me. It is party time in this episode, as you might tell by the time we get to the last interview. In this episode, I head to the University of New Orleans for the annual Hogs for the Cause barbecue competition. This is a charity competition whose sole purpose is to raise money for kids with brain cancer. The beautiful people from Ubon's Barbecue of Yazoo, Mississippi had adopted me for the weekend and man oh man did I learn a lot from them about cooking whole hog. Interviews in this app range from professional competitors to champions of barbecue fundraising and even to one man who was handpicked by President Barack Obama to be a culinary ambassador to Australia. Before we get into it, I'd like to let you know about our incredible Smoking Hot Confessions Tumblr. If you're looking for a barbecue mug that will keep your hot drinks hot and your cold drinks cold for literally hours on end, our stainless steel double-walled insulated tumblers are for you. When we were product testing them, it took over 24 hours for the boiled water and the iced water to return to room temperature. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com shop to check it out. I'd also like to invite you to join us at the Smoking Hot Confessions community on Facebook. If you're looking for a barbecue group full of open-minded people who just love to help each other out, the Smoking Hot Confessions community is a great place to continue the conversation. Finally, however you listen to this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show. It really helps me spread that barbecue love. So without further ado, grab yourself a Michelob Ultralight and a fistful of pig spaghetti and join me as I wander around the always incredible Hogs for the Cause Charity Barbecue Festival. This is the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast with your host, Ben Arnott. How long has it been since your last confession? If you've ever traced the history of real barbecue in Australia, you will have come across Ranch Hand. Owner Cliff founded the company in 2010, mixing and selling barbecue rubs before most of us knew what barbecue rubs even were. In short, Cliff is an OG of the Australian barbecue scene. An American expat, Cliff is single-minded in his goal to deliver traditional southern recipes with fresh Aussie ingredients. And those recipes? They're secret family recipes dating back to the 1960s. The range of products is broad with something for everyone from the backyard grill master to competitive pit masters. Some of these delicious rubs include the Midnight Magic Rub, the Better Off Red Beetroot Rub and the Wild and Woolly Lamb and Game Rub. I got to taste the Midnight Magic Rub at a competition recently and I gotta say it's very, very good. So if you're looking for a barbecue rub that will wow family and friends as well as barbecue judges, do yourself a favour and head on over to ranchhand.com.au. That's ranchhand.com.au.
Hey folks, Ben for Spoken Hog Confessions here. We are live at uh, at Hogs for the Cause here in uh, beautiful downtown uh, New Orleans. We're out at the UNO uh, Lakefront uh, venue. And I've got Adam from the Company Burger here, kicking it off for the first interview for the weekend. Man, how's it going so far? Man, it's awesome. We are in the throes of preparation, getting the pits hot, getting the meat rubbed down, about to throw it on the fire, cook some meat, cook some pork, make it all make it all nice and pretty for them. Beautiful. So when do all the hand-ins start? The hand-ins start tomorrow, I think at about 11.30 is whole hog. It's always the first to come off. And then uh, pork pork butt, ribs, pork puree. And then, we're, and then we just feed people. Drink some beer, kick back, enjoy, talk, be amongst everyone. Enjoy raising all this money for these for this great cause. Tell me about that course, man. What is that? So uh, this this entire fundraiser goes towards uh, basically families whose children are suffering from pediatric brain cancer. So they have given they give grants to people. Uh, they're in the middle of constructing uh, an actual hotel, an area, uh, a wow. place where people can come and, and stay while their kids are going through chemo or have a doctor's appointment or whatever the needs are. Uh, this fa- this fundraiser has helped build. I can't tell you how many millions of dollars it is, but it's a lot. It's helped build. I think we they put in about two million dollars to build this hotel and this uh, this guest house for all these families to stay while their kids are in children's hospital. So unbelievable uh, cause, unbelievable time. The best people. We're in New Orleans. It's sunny. It ain't hot. Now's the time to enjoy it. It is beautiful, man. It is definitely beautiful. Now, I can see a sign hanging just uh, beside you there right. that says you guys are the grand champions grand in 2012. Champions. 2012, we were uh, grand champions. Uh, 2011, we got uh, third place pork butt. I won pork puree. I won pork puree, or we won pork puree in 2012 again. And then that was the year we were grand champions. And we've always been in the mix every year since then. So good. So you're pretty excited to have another crack at it this weekend? I'm always excited. We're doing something a little different for what we were doing. Uh, we're doing a dessert. So a few years ago, all of the pork puree items kind of started shifting towards the sweet side because everyone was tired of tasting, you know, smoked pork. You know, after a while, you kind of get a little fatigued on it. So dessert started winning, and then it was kind of a bandwagon thing. And I waited probably three, four years, and this year I kind of we have an incredible soft serve program at the restaurant. And so in order to kind of like merchandise that and talk about that part of our business, uh, I decided to do a bacon soft serve. So I've got about 35 pounds of bacon uh, sitting in about 30 gallons of soft serve in a cooler in the back. And we're going to run it through that soft serve machine and we'll do bacon soft serve. I'm smoking a chocolate sauce. And then I got another uh, couple friends to make a smoked chocolate sauce. Uh, I'm sorry, a bacon praline. So a traditional New Orleans praline with bacon in it. So it'll be bacon soft serve, smoked chocolate sauce, bacon praline, blue sprinkles. Man, that sounds so I mean, good. Come on, dude. That sounds so good. I want to. I want a bucket of it right now. Yeah. So, what uh, what smokers are you cooking on this weekend? Uh, this weekend we've got the uh, the peg leg porker B A M F nine thousand, which is the huge black one behind us. It's more of an enclosed system. It's a moisture environment, so it's really great for hog, uh, whole hog. And then we've got uh, actually one of our pits. Our pit master fabricated himself. Out of wow. a four foot wide uh, water transfer pipe that we found on the side of the road, literally <laughs> found. Found. We, we, uh, we acquired it from the Army Corps of Engineers, and uh, he he cut it up, cut a door in it, put a firebox on it, and put it on a on a hauling axle. And that's our that's our smoker, man. We're running two smokers today. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be pretty awesome. We we do we like to do everything we can ourselves here. Yeah, yeah, that's great, man. Look. Thanks very much for your time. It's my I, pleasure. I understand that you're in the middle of prepping, so I will let you go. Cool. And thanks for being part of the Our show. My pleasure, man. Enjoy your time here. Thank you. Thanks. 
Hey folks, it's Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here at Hogs for the Cause in New Orleans. This has been a dream event for me, so I'm super excited to be here. And I'm very lucky to have with me right here, Justin from Foxeria Del Sol, who he's got lots of things to tell us about this competition. So this is gonna be really interesting. Mate, how you going? I'm doing well, how you doing? Mate, I'm having a ripper of a time, although the storm clouds blowing in are starting to spook me a little bit. What do you think? Oh man, it's gonna be beautiful weather. Yeah, I've, I've been through some, some uh, wet, hogs for the cause but it's going to be a good weekend excellent i'm looking forward to yeah. that so uh what is it that keeps bringing you back to hogs for the cause year after year you know i think the first year we did it um we kind of just thought of it as just a, a barbecue competition that we'd go and check out and um we came down here and i think the first year we raised probably about 10 or eleven thousand dollars and uh, wow and we uh it was a wet stormy rainy weekend we were literally cooking in a flood and, um, you know, by the end of the weekend, we were all tired and ready to, you know, go get in some dry clothes and go sit on the couch or something. But then we went to the award ceremony and we got, uh, we won all these trophies. And uh, we were like, all right, well, you know, we'll come back next year now. <laughs> and then the next year, we really got involved with the, uh, with the charity. We went and did a grant with uh, the guys from Hogs for the Cause to a family that uh, this young girl, um, Isabella, she was nine at the time. She's been dealing with pediatric brain cancer her whole life, in and out. And uh, right now she's in remission. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so um, it's her birthday around this time of year. So every year, this is I think this is our fifth or sixth year, every year that we've done it, she's come out, her and her family have come out and uh, supported us. So, um, you know, ever since then, we've just really sunk our teeth into the cause. and. Um, Last year we did just about 200 grand. We're a little bit over this year. So um, all in all, I think so far in the five or six years, we've raised about $600,000. Wow. So, so, so just this year alone, you like this team personally has raised just over 200 grand. Yeah, yeah. We're made up of uh, three different restaurants. Um, I'm Justin Fox with Fox Brothers Barbecue out of Atlanta, Georgia. We also have... Um, uh, some friends of ours, Taqueria Del Sol, who are also in Atlanta, and then uh, some fellow barbecue friends from Home Team Barbecue in Charleston, South Carolina. And we just do different events throughout the year and uh, promote the cause and uh, raise some money and give back to the families because the, they're the ones who need it. They give uh, money to the families, no question asked, who can be there with their kids while they're going through treatments. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, without having to worry about paying their rent, mortgage, car payments anything like that so it's a really good cause yeah when you're in a situation like that nothing else matters exactly yeah exactly it's all about the kids at that point and you know making them happy and, and seeing that they're getting well absolutely yeah yeah and you've been a little bit uh so, sort of shy about it but i understand you actually like have set a record like third place or something for funds we raised were or? we yeah, part of the competition is raising funds and um so we were third. We've been third place for the past couple of years. Um, there's two other teams in front of us that do an amazing job of raising money. I think they're they're in the three hundred thousand dollar range. So you know, um, but hopefully this year alone we'll make over just this festival. We'll make over a million dollars. So wow, that, that, that's just incredible. Yeah. But and, and I just love the way that barbecue can can give so much back to the community yeah, it, it's it, really inspiring barbecue is all about community you know it's all, it's all about the celebration it's all about being with your friends and uh you know we have a little 
we have a little love hate with the people down here because you know all the New Orleans, <laughs> our, our football teams don't like each other. Oh, okay. And uh, we're our biggest rivalry, so uh, we come supporting our team, and they're all here supporting their team. But they give us, they heckle us nonstop. But in the end, it's all for the cause. So yeah. you know, just just smile and grin and drink a beer and all's fair in love and barbecue, exactly, mate. Exactly. So speaking of the barbecue. Uh, what what type of smokers are you cooking on this weekend? Uh, we have a, we have a, two different smokers that we're using. Uh, we have a Moberg out of Texas. It's a uh, it's an offset um, direct flow smoker, um, and then we also have a uh, pig cooker uh, made by BQ Grills out of North Carolina, and uh, it's more of a kind of direct heat, but it's got a shield over you lay the the coals directly under the pig, and it's got a shield directing it from protecting it from the direct heat but uh getting some good smoke so so you're gonna go for like a carolina style whole hog cooking yeah you kind of hopefully we'll get some crispy skin out of it and we got a good vinegar sauce so ah oh, so good yeah. so good we so, got a big uh 270 pound hog so that we brought down monster. from uh it's a big pig <laughs> it's a big pig um yeah we brought that down it's from uh, riverview farms out of North Georgia, so I've heard good things about Riverview. Yeah, yeah they're good people. Yeah. They support us a lot, so very nice. And yeah. can I ask what you're doing for pork puree? Because that's that's really got me really curious this weekend. What are we doing for pork puree? Um, I'm trying to. I'm thinking of all the dishes that we're going through. I think um, I want to say we're doing a duck bacon, um, kind of little. Uh, a duck bacon, I guess it's like a bomb, wrapped in bacon. Um, maybe I'm getting that one confused. I, it's all listed in here. Oh, sounds good yeah. either way. Yeah. Sounds good. Look, man, thank you very much for your time. I understand you're real busy. You're getting ready to kick the competition off right now. Yep. So best of luck with it. Cheers. And thank you for all the work you're doing. Thank you for stopping to, by. Yeah, to, appreciate to it. To help raise money for the Yeah, course. enjoy the weekend. It's going to be a nice one. So don't worry about the storm clouds. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, I'm Leslie Roark Scott. I'm the barbecue princess with u Vines in Yazoo City, Mississippi. Now I'm uh, Craig Verhaga, the barbecue ninja, and I'm also with u Vines Barbecue of Yazoo City. All right, Craig. So we're here at we're here at Hogs for the Cause in New Orleans, Louisiana. Tell us a little bit about your history with this organization and with this competition. Well, I'll tell you, we, we've been, uh, we, we've cooked here for uh, going on 10 years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, this this event's really become near and dear to our heart. You know, it, it benefits pediatric brain cancer. So, uh, you know, the, the motto is, is for the kids. And uh, that that's why we're here. We're here to raise money for the for the organization. We're here, uh, you know, we're here for the for the competition too, but more for the camaraderie of, of the people that we've gotten to know through doing this competition over the last 10 years. And uh, I mean, it's really the first one for us. We kick it off. Uh, kind of our barbecue season right. is with this one. So, uh, we, you know, we've got people here from Australia. We've got people here, you know, from Chicago. We got people here from New York. We got people here from uh, from Don't forget Miami, Miami, and, and Colorado. I mean, so so that that's the thing about us here and, and at Ubon's is is we're one big happy family, and and uh, this is our first big cook. So everybody's really been getting jacked up for it and ready ready to go. 
Yeah, I think um, everybody in our neck of the woods got got haircuts and got you know got all spruced up to come come down here to New Orleans. Um, you know, we were a part of I believe it was the third, the very the the third competition here, and the guys that have this organization started out raising money for one of their friends' families, and um, I think the first year they had a whole hog and a sack of oysters, and I think they raised five thousand dollars. And of course, um, this year, just the Ubines team has hit our goal of fifteen thousand dollars raised. So we were we were really excited for that. Yeah, and, and you know, as as you look around, some I mean, some of these teams just do unbelievable amounts of money two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars in a year. They fundraise year round, and 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 it's just phenomenal how. Um, they committed, committed this whole yeah. community, and of course, it's the cooking community. It's not only the barbecue community at, at this event. You've got the, the 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 chefs, the James Beard chefs here in New Orleans. You got chefs from all over the country that come in and cook with these uh, with different teams, and you got teams that collaborate that bring in other pitmasters from all over the country. So it's really, really turned into being one of the premier barbecue events you know done in the United States through the year. It really is, and I think um, you know I would. Wouldn't be surprised this year if they hit 1.5 million dollars raised um you know so so it's it's always good to use what we love to benefit others and i'm i'm convinced that the road to world peace is uh, a smoke trail from a from a really great barbecue so uh so what else are, what else are you gonna do this year well, I mean, for me, uh, this year, it's going to be a very busy year. Uh, you know, we, we've got New Orleans here, and then uh, in a couple of weeks, we go to uh, Brooklyn, New York, to a uh, barbecue place there called Pig Beach, and there's going to be a benefit for a, uh, a chef that passed away last year at 36 years old. Uh, his name is Jeff Mincher. And um, he was a great friend of mine. Um, just left there last year, and three days later, he passes away. And uh, so that that'll be the April thirteenth weekend, and then uh, a few couple weeks after that, uh, host a crawfish bowl up there, April twenty seventh and twenty eighth at Pig Beach. Uh, then May we got Memphis in May, which is the World Barbecue Championship, be going on there the third weekend in May, and you know June we've got uh, Denver Q. The second weekend in June, third weekend in June, Leslie and I will be heading up to uh, Quarter Lane, Idaho, doing a big open fire outdoor event there. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. That's a new one for our schedule, and I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I think going from the Mississippi Delta to to Quarter Lane, Idaho, <laughs> and uh, in June is going to be is going to be great. I don't know who will be more culture shocked, us or them, when they get around us and get a little taste of the Delta. Well, you know. We, we take that wherever we go. We take Mississippi and the Delta wherever we go. Right, so. right. You know, um, our Ubines team had a great loss last year. We lost my dad, um, Gary Roark. He was our founding father. He started doing competition barbecue in 1989, so 30 years ago this October. And so we're, um, you know, we're trying to come back to from such a great loss. And, um, you know, it happened in August, kind of at the end of our season last year and so 
you know, we've gone through a season of just great sadness. And I think it's really good for us to be back out in the world and especially doing for others when we receive so much love and so much kindness and support during our time of loss. I mean, to have been on the receiving end of love from the barbecue community is just incredibly humbling and just just a um you know i hope that everybody in their life feels the sort of love that we felt during this this season yeah it was at such a low point to to see the rally and to see the the community come together and i mean you can almost like you could feel each and one of them's individual hands you know lifting you up and and uh so i mean that that that's just very humbling. Right. It was it was such a humbling thing, but you know we're doing what he wants and what he built, that's and, right. and and that's to to keep the fires burning. That's to keep the, the torch. You know what, what do you say? We're not passing the torch, just keeping it lit. Yeah, you know that right. that type that's deal. Right. So it was something that he said, and and you know we've got uh, Jacob Scott, which is the next generation of you. That's my baby, Pitmaster Jay. What's his What's his Instagram? Uh, his his Instagram is Ubon's uh, Jacob. I think I think he's Pitmaster J. Pit Master I think Jay. he's yeah, Pitmaster yeah, okay. J. Yeah, yeah, Pitmaster J. There, and uh, but yeah, so he's the next generation of U-Bonds coming up. So uh, you know, Poppy has uh, uh, instilled his work ethic and his knowledge into us, and it's our job to instill it into him and to keep rolling, keep it going, yeah. keep it going. So, if you could pick your favorite thing to cook, what would that be? I, you know, I'm an alligator. You know, I really have gotten to be very fond you've of that. You've you gotten to be known for that. Yeah, yeah. kind of the alligator guy. And I, and I hate that we don't have one here to cook. But uh, uh, anyway, I, you know, my, my, uh, you, our, no, my Facebook yeah. business page, yeah, the Barbecue Ninja, you know, we do have a, a video there when we were in Houston and, and, uh, and got to prep an alligator and got to cook a couple of alligators there. And that was your first. Yeah, that was my first alligator to even like have anything to do with and it was just fascinating i mean you know there's not a lot of meat on an alligator but me and you managed to pull that alligator from stem to stern man it was it was fantastic yeah you know cooking the alligators is such fun but also telling how i hunt alligators and how you go out at night and you know you're flashing lights over a lake, and you see eyes, and then you go and you throw a hook in them, and you, you know. I don't know a lot of people that volunteer for early possible death like that. I've seen the videos of you chasing those alligators, and it's terrifying. This girl ain't doing it. Look, I mean, people jump out of planes. I'm not gonna jump out of a plane, <laughs> but you know, I, I will hook a you know 12 foot alligator and fight it. But but I mean, it, it, even with that. Um, you have safety things that you do and you observe, and I don't ever feel like you know I'm threatened at any point. Of course, you got so much adrenaline going on, and uh, you there'd just have to be. oh yeah, it's it's just it's a great rush. But you know that's that's the whole thing of of hunting the animal, you know, harvesting the animal, cleaning the animal, and uh, and and then taking it 
to the pit and cooking it and, and treating it properly through the whole process right. with respect. And and so that's that's why I do that because what I hunt goes to the table and that provides food for my family and, and my friends. So right, that's right. that's what I enjoy. What about you? What, what do you What's my favorite thing to cook? Um, You know what? I am, I've been looking around trying to figure out what that favorite thing is. For this particular festival, me and my husband and my kids have spent a lot of time working on soup dumplings and pork buns. So Jacob, Jacob is, Jacob's like one of his favorite things is, is Asian cooking. And so it's been, this has been fun to figure out, but you know what? I am most comfortable around a rib or a piece of chicken. I feel like my daddy, when we were, oh goodness, probably 12 years old, he started saying, if I could just put a chicken leg in everybody's hand, then everybody would use Ubon's barbecue sauce. And so I feel like he's tasked me, hey, you're the new chicken lady. And I mean, I got some in my backyard, so that's perfect. I'm glad. I've been trying to do that too. I mean, between New York and Denver and St. Louis and everywhere we go and cooking chicken, of course, flamethrower, you know, cooking the chicken. We've, we've have tried to do exactly what he wanted to do and that's put a piece of chicken or a chicken leg in everybody's mouth so. yeah yeah you know i think um we've used the term to describe ourselves before as a legacy barbecue team and you know it's pretty lucky because there are a lot of those there are a lot of those out there that are more and more generations you know within their own team and it's it's exciting to be part of um part of a growing community not just locally but globally and um, you know I hope that people who are watching us will think to themselves okay if I'm going to be at Memphis in May I'm going to go by and I'm going to visit with those U-Bonds folks you think we I think we can issue a, a blanket invitation don't you? Yeah yeah I think that's perfect we would like everyone here that's watching in Australia and abroad come to Memphis in May Come by U-Bonds. We're H215, correct? That's right. That's come right. by and see us. Have a U-Bond special or Bloody Mary. This is your invite. Come see us. That's right. That's right. So any anytime you see the U-Bonds name out there, you know that you're going to be able to come by, say hello, and talk some barbecue. I, I like talking barbecue. What about you? Uh, you know, besides, uh, that's what I know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was going to say, besides, uh, you know, I sell insurance for a living besides that. But I talk barbecue more than I do that. <laughs> right, so, right. Uh, no, that, that's, I mean, that's what we do. That That's the way, I mean, I spent my adult right, life, you right. know. That's the way I'm going to spend the rest of my life, right. you know. Uh, it's dedicated to barbecue. It's dedicated to this next generation that's coming up that that's you right. mentioned. It, it's such a refreshing thing to start seeing the kids parts of competitions yeah, you know that's really and, exciting and, uh, yeah that's really exciting okay so i feel like we probably need to start summing up and 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 wrapping up so um so give me your top five barbecue restaurants in the united states besides ubon's because i know that's your number one so so give me your top five i know i know i am i am right right so your top five all right ubon's you bonds, you bonds, you bonds, and you bonds. Ah, you're so smart. You're so smart. Okay, come on. Well, where would you send folks if they were if they were making their Great American Barbecue Tour? Where would you send them? Uh, well, you know, we've. I tell you what. Okay, I'll name one. You name one, okay. and we'll. Okay, okay. So, so I'm gonna send them to Pappy's in St. Louis. Okay, I'm gonna send them to Salt Lake in Texas. Okay. 
Uh, oh, this is hard. Yeah, right, yeah, I know. Right. You better watch All it. All right, I know, I know. Okay, I know. I'm going to send them to 17th Street Barbecue in um, in Illinois at, uh, what's, what's, what's? Uh, Murphy's Murphy's Bar, Illinois. Okay. okay. Good, good. Well, of course, I've got to stay true to our Mississippi roots, and I'll send them to the Shed Barbecue in Mississippi, Ocean Springs, Mississippi. So, Okay, well, since we've made almost a loop, I'll have them end up in Memphis at the Memphis Barbecue Company, and then they'll be able to hit all of them. So, and you know what? I mean, you can sneak over to Chris Lilly. We knew it was going to be too hard. We knew it was going to be too hard. And you can't skip Sam Jones or Rodney Scott. Oh, man. You can't do that. So. Right, right. Man. Blue smoke. Once you start. I tell you what. Come see us at Yvonne's Barbecue in Yazoo City, Mississippi. Love to have you. Hey folks, Ben for Smoking Hot Confessions here. You can hear things are kicking off at Hogs for the Cause. It's a beautiful day in a beautiful part of the country. And with me right now, I've got Neil from Team Wet Wet. Mate, how are you enjoying it so far? Loving it. It's phenomenal. And how many times have you been coming here to Hogs for the Cause? This is our seventh year competing. Seven years? Yeah. Wow. So what is it that just keeps bringing you back again and again and again? Uh, we like to cook food and have fun. And support a very good charitable cause. And, but that's the thing is like we get to get together, have fun, and have, support a charity at the same time. It's like a, it's the Renee and Becker and Zandy have struck like pure gold with this fundraiser. It's phenomenal. There's there's not much better in life than cooking some barbecue, having some beers, and raising some money for charity. Absolutely, like it's a, uh, it, it, it is like it's a the trifecta. You know, it's like the the celery, the onions, and the bell pepper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so are you from Louisiana? Like, are you a local team? Um, yes, we all live in New Orleans. Uh, we all typically tailgate together for Saints games. Is how it's like the core of our crew. I'm so jealous that you can do tailgating here in America. We can't do it in Australia. Ah. Um, I think because you guys play with the, the strangely shaped ball over there. We have one that's slightly strangely shaped. Yours guys like getting scrums, and I don't. You know, it's a weird. It's a different game. It is. It is. Yeah. And they play cricket too, which I should be better at, but I don't. I don't fully understand the rules of the game. <laughs> Nobody fully understands yeah. the rules. So wicked googly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so one of your team members was just telling me to ask you about the trophies. So I said, give us a bit of a rundown of, of, of your history here. Um, we have one second place finish in ribs in 2016 and last year we got third place in the blue plate competition those are our two pieces of hardware thus far uh, and you know we're always looking to add to our uh, our collection so what what is it that you think makes your ribs unique um they're made with love that's code for it's a secret and I'm not telling anybody that's what that is yeah they're made with love yeah it's, it's, it's our heart and soul Fair enough. Okay, so what so what kind of cookers did you bring this weekend? Uh, we have a grill that we built sort of like through Frankensteining parts together that we tailgate with. And then our boys back there, Noah and Rod, if you can see them, our curly-haired, fine-looking young men doing feats of strength. And uh, what are those? Squats? Noah, I think, I believe your heels are not supposed to leave the ground and your butt is supposed to go level. Like, yeah, yeah, and you got to hold it. One, two, three. No, 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 yeah, we got to hold, hold, hold. All right. We do morning calisthenics every Saturday morning, so just to keep everybody lumbering, because uh, they really turn the screw with the early pig turn-in time. But to answer your question, 
we have that rig back there that we cook with. I don't know this thing. I don't know if this moves or it'll capture it. But uh, and and uh, that's our primary cooking. Uh, and we'll, we're going to do our pig, our whole hog, and our rotisserie. We're going to do our butts in the box that so the heat gets. It's basically a, a Cajun microwave, but built onto a trailer. Uh, we also have like a, uh, we call it the avocado. It's a working man's green egg where we sort of, once again, also Frankenstein a green egg. And uh, to use, to do, uh, we're going to do a ribs and a butt. We're going to do them multiple ways, try them and turn in the best. Sounds fantastic, mate. Look, thanks very much for your time. I'm going to let you get back to your team and, and keep on cooking and best of luck with it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. You can hear that things are really picking up right now. We're really starting to kick things off. And this is super special because I've managed to track down Drew from Team Fleur de Q. And I've probably just butchered that pronunciation. No, yeah, you did a fine job. Fleur de Q, like Fleur de Lis as in the saints of the flower, but Fleur Nailed de Q. It. That's my French ancestry for you. <laughs> I thought I could tech, detect some of that in your accent. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. of course, yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, tell me about uh, about your team and what you do and how you came to get to competitive barbecue. Well, we uh, really, some of us compete in other competitions, but really this is our main competition uh, that we look forward to every year. And as you can see from the setup we have, when we go, we go pretty big. I can't imagine trying to take all this on the road. Uh, it just doesn't happen. But hey, we go big here. This is incredible. I mean... 98% of teams in Australia are still competing in 12 foot by 12 foot marquees. So for me to come here and see this, I mean, you got... That's how we started out. You're we like, started out that way. You're like like three stories tall, right. two, two floors. And then you got this massive marquee tent out the back here. I mean, how many people are you expecting to have on, on site here? Oh, I, I would say four or 500 people rolling through here. Maybe more than that. Wow. Maybe more than that. But... Uh, yeah, this is really what we do uh, fundraising-wise. This is kind of the party to thank all of our uh, donors. You know, we have a lot of corporate. You look around and see a lot of the signs up. These are all corporate sponsors, friends, family, uh, folks that believe in the cause, hogs for the cause. And this is our way of showing them a thank you and saying, hey, come on out. We're going we're gonna to do it upright on Friday night before the competition and, uh, you know, be our guest. So that's, that's what tonight's all about. It's about having fun. Mixing and being with a lot of the other teams, but also with our donors and, uh, and you know, making them feel a good welcome and, uh, you know, let them know our appreciation. Yeah, you got to pay them back for, for, for all the help that they've given you. Absolutely. And a lot of these guys help us out year-round, so. Yeah, yeah. Now, speaking of that, I understand that you are the, uh, uh, the what is it, the champions of the fundraising, is that right? Yes. We all have really pretty decent cooks. I'm sure you've been into the kitchen. We have pretty decent cooks, and we can cook, and we... Well, actually, oh, sir. Happy like, hogs. How are you? You got to meet this girl. She is. Oh. We're doing an interview, so you just walked oh. in on the interview. Oh my god! No, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Everybody loves barbecue groupies. Well, she's got a good story, and, and this is why oh, this absolutely. is a this is a good thing for her to come in and talk. You want to tell a little bit about your story? Um. So my youngest son Benjamin is actually a two-time grant recipient from Hogs for the Cause. Oh, thanks wow. to Drew Harrington. Yes. He uh, was diagnosed with cancer when he was two, and then again when he was seven. So What a fighter. Yeah, he's 10 years old now, and he'll be out here tomorrow. Tomorrow is his eight-year anniversary of his bone marrow transplant. So these are an amazing wow. group of men, and without them, oh, my God, I just love them to death. And it inspired me to join a team, and now I'm on the only all-female team out here helping to raise money to give back ah. to other kids just like they do every single day. 
Lovely. That's yeah, why we do it. Yeah. It's amazing. I can testify the money goes locally, and kids here in New Orleans receive that money. So it's awesome. I love him. Uh, good to see you. Good to oh. see you. We'll come see you uh, in a little bit. I want to come check yeah, you yeah, out. Yeah, finish up. I'm so super no, It's fine. It's fine. It's no, fine. that's a good story. I'm glad you did. Yes. <laughs> um, but that's so, why yeah. we do it. Yeah, so obviously the, the fundraising works. Yep. Tell me about your, your history with that. Well, like I was saying before, we're, we're all pretty decent cooks. Um, and we managed to win a little bit of hardware for our cooking ability. Um, but a, a few years back, actually it's been about eight and a half, nine, it's been nine years. Um, wow. We decided that we were going to win the fundraising trophy every year. It was going to be our trophy. And our hope is that one day the trophy will be named after our team. And, uh, you know, uh, it stays with us, and, and we've been fortunate enough for it to stay with us all these years. And we do creative things. We've got uh, a couple of rival teams out here. Boar's Nest is one of them. Great group of guys. And they're always nipping at our heels, and they're trying to uh, to beat us. And last year they, they came really close. Uh, but that's one of the things. Every one of these guys is committed to raising money. And we have a large team. And when somebody joins our team, uh, we, we pay dues in order to be able to throw the party, but we also have a fundraising minimum that we have. Everybody on the team has to meet a fundraising minimum. And, oh, wow. you know, we'll give you a little bit of leeway if you can't do it for one or two years as you're getting ramped up because uh, we have a lot of younger members who maybe don't have the contacts. Uh, but, you know, if you're consistently not hitting those numbers, we'll rotate you out. We'll get somebody in because we actually have a waiting list of people who want to be on the team. I don't doubt that at all. Yeah. Not at all. So what was the number that you raised last year? What was the figure? Last year, it was over $340,000. And wow. I don't know exactly. It's 340 some odd dollars. So the story is our rival team, Boar's Nest, raised over $340,000 as well. We managed to eat them out by $442. That's how close it was. That's insane. That's so close. Have you seen the car out front? I want that car. All right. Well, let me tell you the story about that. That's an old classic Oldsmobile 442. It's a 1970 model 442. We beat them by $442. So we decided that's going to be our battle cry for this year. So we went out and bought an Oldsmobile 442. We completely restored it. It's, I mean, it's a phenomenal car. If you haven't had a chance to sit in it and feel it, it's completely redone from top to bottom. Brand, uh, the engine's been completely reworked. It's a matching numbers car, which is rare to have an old car like yeah, that definitely. with matching numbers. So we've redone it completely, and we're raffling it off to raise money. So we're selling tickets for 100 bucks a piece, and uh, we're hoping to sell 2,500 tickets just for the car alone. I have no doubt that you're going to hit that at all, mate. I hope so. I hope so. Look, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. There's a lineup of your team members here who need to talk to you, so I'm going to say thanks very much. Nice to meet you. Thanks and for I'll, being here. I'll be circling back for the party later on tonight. Sounds good. We'll see you then. Come enjoy. Hey, folks. Ben from Smoke and Hot Confessions here. I've literally just pressed record, and there's a marching band walking past here behind us. So, you know, you have to bear with us a little bit. With me right now, I've got Anthony from Swig and Swine out Cheers. of Charleston. Man, how are you enjoying the festival? Oh, it's a beautiful festival, man. It's for the kids. How can you not enjoy it? It is. What what better cause could there be? Yeah, none. None at all. So how many times have you been to this uh, festival? This is my second time. 
second time. Second time, yeah. yeah. So what, what was it that, that made you fall in love with this festival? Just the, the cause. So, you know, we're giving the money to the families to help them do whatever they need to do for their families. So it's not going to research, it's not going to studies, it's not going to a school. It's going to the families who need it the most. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. And I've, I've I've been talking to a couple of people who've been throwing some numbers around for the last couple of years that they've been raising. It's it's over a million dollars for, yeah, the, it's ridiculous. for the festival. Yeah. It's ridiculous, yeah. It's, it's a great time. It's so good. So so tell me what, what you do at this festival. Are you cooking for the competition? Are yes. you vending? Are I'm, you... I'm here with my buddies from Blue Oak Barbecue. So I have four, uh, four locations in Charleston where all wood all the time. Under, so, un, under the uh, Swig and Swine. swine. Yep. Yep. So Swig and Swine, four locations in Charleston. Um, I'm also actually on the board of directors for the Charleston Wine and Food Festival. Oh, wow. So I met these guys about three years ago down here. I invited them up to Charleston Wine and Food. We cooked together. We got along. We had a great time. So when it came time to form a team for this this year, they called me up. And uh, we got myself. We got Patrick Figas from Houston. Uh, we got the guys from Blue Oak. And we have Cody from Hoodoo Brown up in Connecticut. So it's a great oh, team. Wow. Yeah, it's a strong team. So you're literally pulling from, what, three or four different states? Yeah, yeah. So good, man, so good. So this is uh, all pork, this this festival. It's whole hog, pork shoulder, and pork puree, yeah? Yep, and ribs. And ribs, so yep. four, four categories. And uh, there's a uh, blue plate mayo dish that we turned in a little earlier, and there's a sauce category, too. Oh, wow. So, yeah, there's a bunch. So... Which category do you reckon you guys are going to do best in? Uh, I hope all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it's a crapshoot. You never know. The, the, the thing with this festival, it's not like any other competition. I mean, we don't have KCBS trained judges up there judging. It's volunteers. So, you know, it's, I mean, basically you're just cooking to make people happy right now. So you just do what you do on a daily basis and hope it wins out. That's an interesting point. Um, do the judges have to do any kind of training before they get the judge up there? No. There's, if I, if I understand correctly, there's one trained judge per table. So you got one out of five that's a trained judge. The rest are volunteers. Interesting. Yeah. So it's it changes the whole dynamic of the festival. I mean, you're not you can throw the whole KCBS rulebook out the window, and you know, like I said, you're just cooking to, to try to please the masses right now. So that would open the door then for a lot more creativity. Yes. Yes. Speaking of creativity, what are you guys doing for pork puree? We are doing the, uh, we took the uh, Newski's bacon, or that's the uh, the bacon night. So we're doing the, the bacon al pastor taco. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's good. It's good. So good. And we got some ribs working right now with some corn pudding. Uh, we're doing some brisket tomorrow. So we're, we're just crushing it. Uh, we get, the one big thing we got coming, uh, one of the guys from Houston made a... Uh, a crawfish boudin sausage. Oh, stop so, it. So that'll be out here tomorrow. You got to check it out. It's good. I will be back. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Look, man, thanks for your yeah, time. Man. Thank you. I'm going to let you get back to your team. And, nice to meet uh, you. And have a good competition. Yeah, man, you too. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Hey folks, Ben for Smoking Hog Confessions here. Things are starting to swing here at the Hogs for the Cause in Louisiana. I'm having a ripper of a time. I've slept off the jet lag and I'm ready to hit it. So with me right now, I've got uh, Phil and Ronnie from Blue Oak Barbecue. There's some real big hitters on this team this weekend, so I'm real lucky to be able to steal some of their time. Fellas, thanks for being part of the show, and Absolutely. how are you enjoying Hogs for the Cause? It's turning out to probably be one of the better ones they've ever done. I mean, you can't ask for better weather. The people are awesome, food, beer. 
and this is our uh, favorite event of the year. Like we have all our friends come uh, from all over the region. You know, we got barbecue restaurants from all over regions, people from all over town. Every restaurant has something to do with this event, so it's it's a really good time. If you're doing barbecue, if you're cooking other food, like you're here just having fun. I've noticed that there's uh, like no one's here to play. Like everyone's like, I want to have a good time, but there's all the big names. They're bringing all their big smokers. They're bringing all their best uh, tricks and whatnot. And uh, I think that's beautiful to bring all that kind of skill and talent together for such a good cause. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's all kind of fun and games right now. But when the sun goes down, everybody's going to be in their tents, game planning, turn-ins for tomorrow. Yeah, people might look like they're serious right now, but when the sun kind of sets and people kind of fade out, like there's a lot of partying and people having a good time. There's still whole hogs cooking and pork butts and ribs. But everybody's out here to have a good time and raise as much money as possible for a great cause. Yeah, beautiful. So how many years have you been coming here to uh, Hogs for the Course? This be number six, right? Six or seven. Third yeah. one at this location. And, and what's your track record been like in terms of awards and prizes and things? We usually place uh, top ten pretty often, not to brag yeah. too much. But we were uh, grand champions in 2017. Oh, nice. Is that right, 17? Yeah, we yeah. not last ago. year, but the year before, we, we took the whole thing. So that was really exciting. And uh, there's a lot of jealous people out there that want to take yeah. it, you know, keep keep it away from us. That so. Golden Pig Trophy is bragging rights for an entire year. So yeah. we're going after it. Do you have to return that trophy each year to give it to the next person? Or do they, give you, or do they issue uh, a new yeah. trophy every year? You kind of lease it out. You got a year. To enjoy it. It's kind of like the Stanley Cup. You got a year to really embrace it and hold it tight. And then after that, they take it away and hopefully you get it back someday. <laughs> so then with a team like yours where you're drawing people from three or four different restaurants, how do you fight over who gets to keep the trophy? We're going to have to make a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, maybe we'll just like everybody gets a quarter of the year to get, you know, whether we'll ship it out to, to Swig and Swine in Charleston or we'll ship it out to Connecticut and... Uh, you know, everybody get a little taste of the trophy. So, you know, it's it's an it's an awesome prize, and, and uh, it's for a great cause, and it's a really cool event. Well, you know, in Australia, I've heard a rumor that there's a, like an underground black market uh, trophy duplicate uh, syndicate out there. You might just be able to plug oh, yeah? into that and just have the trophy duplicated and send it out to each one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> might have to start planning that. We've, we've, got, been, we've been looking, so we may have to dig a little deeper into the uh, dark web and see, see what they have. <laughs> so what So what kind of uh, uh, unique things are you bringing to this competition to set you apart from the, from everybody else? Well, a lot of a lot of little knickknacks. Everybody's got their own tricks, you know. We've got a, we've got a few up our sleeve, but um, I think having everybody together, we're all going to be tasting everything and, and plating it all. So we'll see what everybody brings. Yeah, we kind of bring a melting pot of styles and technique and, uh, you know, we kind of play with stuff in the restaurant and, and see what works, see what doesn't. Um, you know, every, every, everything that you taste here might not, not necessarily be like what we taste in the restaurant, but it's like close. We do a little twist and turns typically and uh, kind of change it up. Yeah, typically we got to enhance the flavors out here a little bit, especially with the judges. They eat so much that you really got to stand out. And the, and the flavor profiles here in Louisiana are often quite complex just in the day-to-day -day dining. So the, the judges that are from the general public, you're going to have to really impress those complex palates. Yeah. A lot of seasoning. 
<laughs> you really, you really got to hit it with the seasoning, and uh, things are a little sweeter for competition. So, I mean, there's, it's hard to set yourself apart when everybody's eating the same thing, but we think we do it better than most, and uh, I think the judges would agree. I hope so, too. Listen, fellas, thank you very much for your time. I realize that you're busy, man. Thank you, man. So thanks for being part of the show, and a best of yeah. luck for the awards. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll see you tomorrow on stage. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, Brad from Charcoal Kings, and you're listening to Smoking Hot Confessions. If you're looking for your next barbecue smoker or grill, Jagged Woodfire has got what you need. Owners Julianne and Glenn are multiple award-winning barbecue competitors who've even traveled to the US to compete at the World Barbecue Championships in Houston, Texas. Based out of Perth and shipping nationwide, Jagged is one of the largest pit builders in the country and has an ever-growing lineup of meat cooking machinery. Not only do they have their now famous smoker ovens, they are also producing incredibly efficient gravity-fed cabinet smokers and some of the most stylish asado grills you're ever gonna see. Jagged is also well known for amazingly detailed custom work, ranging from backyard designs all the way to installations in commercial kitchens. Proudly Australian designed, owned and manufactured, you can find out more at jaggedwoodfire.com.au, spelled J-A-G-R-D. Once again, head to jaggedwoodfired.com.au, spelled J-A-G-R-D, to learn more. Hey folks, Ben for Smoking Hot Confessions here. It is swinging at uh, Hogs for the Cause here in New Orleans. And I've got the man here. This is... Uh, Patrick Fegis. Patrick Fegis. I missed it by that much. <laughs> I remembered Fiji's barbecue, and I just didn't quite get that. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no worries. No worries at all. So uh, what are you up to this weekend? Uh, I'm just helping out the guys from uh, Blue Oak Barbecue. Uh, we're going to be growing up some uh, turkey wings tomorrow, oh, Alabama nice. sauce, and we're, we are turning in the our pork puri category, which is um, it's going to be a peanut butter and jelly taco cake with a bunch of pork in it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. A peanut butter and jelly taco cake. No, chocolate cake. Oh, chocolate cake. Yeah. With pork in it. Yeah. A bunch of pork fat and some, some bacon and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Wow. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. So good. So tell me about your, your restaurant uh, in, in Houston. Yeah, we got a restaurant in Houston. We just celebrated our first year anniversary. We are in a food court. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We're in a food court. So we joke around and say we're the best food court barbecue in Texas. There you go. We're the only food court barbecue in Texas. <laughs> but uh, no, it's been great. We love it. Uh, business, we're busy, and but we love coming out and doing these kind of events. So how many times have you been out to Hawks for the Course? This is my first time. Oh, wow. These guys have been in, this is the third year they've invited us. Last year we opened a restaurant. The year before that we were on our honeymoon, so we are finally able to make it. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what impresses you the most about this festival so far? It's, just, it's a giant party. It's New Orleans. Yeah. But New Orleans is just a giant party. A lot of good food. It's for a good cause, too. Uh, it's just everyone's having a great time. Beautiful. And what, what role are you filling in the in the team this weekend? Um, whatever they need me to do, really. If it's, you know, flipping the hog, throwing wood on a fire, serving, whatever they ask me to do. General rouseabout, we call that in Australia. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm holding on the beer. Ah. <laughs> All right, now we get to the truth of it. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Awesome. So what are you hoping um, to get from this weekend? Just have a good time. Meet some cool people. So just yourself. 
and uh, see people uh, from around the country that I've met before, you know, that uh, are coming in to do this. Yeah, that's that's gold, man, gold. That's such a good opportunity. Yeah, and hopefully we win. I'd love I'd love to win something too. That'd be oh, nice. <laughs> naturally, naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. What are you uh, going to be doing tonight heading into this? Uh, into this, Are you going to be hitting the party scene? Are you going to be in the back of the tent working hard? What are you? What sort of strategy are you going to be taking? Probably be working. I'm nursing a hangover. Ah, so. He's already <laughs> hungover, ladies and gentlemen. It's New Orleans, man. No, I'll probably be working, and I'll probably try and, you know, do the partying tomorrow. Sounds like a good plan, man. Yeah. Look, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to say thanks for being part of the show. And yeah, thanks for having me. with the competition. Yeah, thank you. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. It's day two at here at Hogs for the Cause in beautiful uh, Louisiana, in New Orleans, and I'm having a great time. Mr. Barbecue Ninja Man, how are you going? Uh, it's going really well. I tell you, it's, the weather's working great, and uh, you know our fires burn consistently all night long. So uh, you know our product is looking like it's right where it needs to be. Man, that's good to hear because I know firsthand in, is in about an hour. Is there anything at all that you're worried about at this stage? Uh, no, I tell you, it's just we kind of got here and took the evaluation of the hog and saw where it was, and, and it looked looked spot on. And and I, I looked at the shoulders when I got here this morning, and, uh, you know, the old hickory pit over here, it's just it's like Christmas morning when you open presents up. You just get here and you open the doors, and, and the product is absolutely, you know, perfect. So, uh, so we, no, we're, we're, we're pretty pretty good where we are yeah i did get to sneak a peek at that uh whole hog in there behind me man that looks good yeah yeah that, that whole hog it's you know it's this is showstopper you know it's uh it's one of those that uh that you know i like to cook and 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 to do for for parties or something like that because you know that's the first thing somebody walks in they see that hog it just kind of captures their attention yeah no doubt man no doubt at all so when you're serving uh, the, uh, when you're presenting the whole hog to the judges, do you lay the whole hog out on a table and they come and look at the whole hog? How does that uh, the judging work? Uh, well, the, here it'll be a, a blind box. You know, we'll build the blind box. Of course, you got to have, you know, shoulder in the in the box. You got to have ham in the box, and you got to have loin in the box. Uh, uh, so uh, we'll we'll do that here now. Like at Memphis in May, when we do that. Uh, That'll be a blind box, but it'll also be three on-site presentations where you actually have judges come on site. Wow! And uh, yeah, yeah. So when you do that, you, you take, you bring them to the smoker, and and uh, you show them the hog. You, you go through the process of the cooking, and uh, so yeah, there you you actually do. They see the hog. You don't lay it out in front of them, but after they do see the hog, you set them at the table and then bring them the different different parts of the hog. So. Interesting. So d does someone come around and inspect your site here to make sure you are cooking the hog as a whole? Uh, they don't do that. Um, I mean, it's almost like an honor system. It's an honor system. Really. Yeah, it's an honor system. But, uh, but, but yeah, and, and I mean, of course, you do, they have the meat inspection like, like most contests. And then after that, you know, it's just getting it done and, you know, getting that product there. Interesting, interesting. Now, Craig is actually the guy that invited me to come to this festival. Mate, what is it about this festival that you thought I just had to come and see? Well, it's it's one of these that um, the teams here that are cooking, they're not all professional barbecue people. Uh, they're, they've come together for the cause, you know, for hogs for the cause, raise money for the kids. And so you, you've got some very talented barbecue people here, but you also have a lot of James Beard chefs here that have won James Beard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's up, buddy? 
How you doing? Um, but that you, so it, it, it's just not just barbecue. You know, it, it is barbecue, but you also have all these other talented cooking chefs and people here, and and it's just uh, this community has really bought into this festival and this cause and uh, and supports it wholeheartedly. And, and you've noticed that. I mean, you know, it's, it's just different than probably anyone you've ever been to before. It is, mate. I've been running around talking to people and everybody, whenever I ask the reason, you know, what do you love about this competition? They all say it's because we come together to help the kids. Yeah, yeah, that that is, that's, that's the number one thing. Uh, and that's, that's what everybody focuses on throughout the year. Um, and of course, being the time of year it is, it's really the, the first big one that we do. Um, so it's just like getting the family back together. You know, you've seen everybody here. I mean, from Australia all the way, you know, across the United States, we've got people that want to come and be a part of the family. So. I was talking to one team there yesterday who had uh, four team members from four different states. That's it. That's it. And that's, that's what's really uh has grown here is, is is teams that are pulling people in from all over the united states to to come here and cook and be a part of this and once somebody comes and they're a part of it they're hooked i mean it, it's it's special it really is fantastic man i love all that so uh look what are you uh, most hoping to pick up a uh, a call out in today i uh, you know we we hope our name is called last the very last name called the GC, the big one. That's the big one. Uh, I mean, we, we we've been close. We've we've gotten third here. We've been top ten overall about every year we've cooked here. Um, so so yeah, we we want to win this for Poppy, and and we want to have our name called last. We really do. Me too, man. I got my fingers crossed for you, and best of luck at the awards time. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We're at day two of Hogs for the Cause in uh, beautiful New Orleans. And I've got Erin, the barbecue duchess from uh, Ubom's Barbecue. How's your weekend been? Oh, it's been fantastic. Beautiful weather. Normally we're in rubber boots by this point, but we've <laughs> held out, yeah. Yeah, it's always good when you don't have to, uh, you know, sit through a cyclone to, uh, to cook some barbecue. Absolutely, but this is New Orleans and you never know. It's a water city. Anything could happen, yeah. That's right, yeah. Now, you've been in charge of the uh, the, the whole hog here this weekend. What was your uh, your path like to being placed in charge of the whole hog? Yeah, they've. Uh, my new nickname is Boss Lady, which is very strange. But, uh, <laughs> no, my dad joined the team when I was three to four years old. And uh, I've progressively gotten more and more responsibilities, my first of which was bartender around age 11. And the only reason is because I was tall enough to reach the table. And uh, But Daddy has always allowed my sister and I to be a part of the cooking process. And each year we do more and more. And for the last, um, I would say since I was 16, um, for the last about 10 years we've been completely hands-on. Daddy says he does not touch that pig. and. My sister and I, we usually take control of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys did a great job uh, preparing that, that that pig yesterday. Can you walk us through the process of preparing the whole hog? Yeah, absolutely. So we get it, and it's it's pretty filleted out as it is. But we want we typically break open uh, the ribs to expose that loin and everything. Pull back the membrane because if you don't take off a membrane, it will be incredibly tough. And then um, we cut back the bacon from the rib cage and to expose it and so we get bark bacon that way oh, season her delicious. up inject it and let her roll right and what's it cooking on uh it's on a if you will a um a 
backwards backwoods, if you will. Um, so my uncle is a welder by trade and he created the rig that we are cooking on today. And before that, he cooked daddy's first hog cooker and it's about 30 years old. That's my inheritance and I can't wait. Um, but yeah, so it's essentially a backwoods. It's a reverse flow system. The uh, fire's on bottom. There's a water pan, huge water pan on in, in between and the pig on top. Mm -hmm. And I did notice one one unique feature. It had like a lazy Susan built inside. Yeah, yeah. So around, we let it cook for about 20 hours. And then after that, my dad and I will flip it. Usually it's a manual flip, but since we've been doing this so long, when my uncle was building this, he said, we're going to have a swivel on it. And it just makes it a whole lot easier. I saw uh, I saw you flip it there earlier. It was, it was just obviously like, a spot-on idea. Yes, yes. It, it definitely makes it uh, a lot easier, especially if it's a one-man show. If it's if it's not, you're just going to grab a neighbor and say, hey, you want to do some heavy lifting really quick? <laughs> yeah. It's a 100-pound hog, so you do not want to drop it, and that makes sure you don't. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Now, tell me about the box. How do you go about um, selecting which meats go into the box? Yeah, so this is a somewhat sanctioned sort of not um, competition. So they want to see... Uh, the three mains, which is your shoulder, your loin, and your ham. And that's just to show that a pitmaster knows how to cook a pig consecutively, or concisely and throughout similarly. Yeah, because the loin is very delicate, um, while your two larger pieces of meat, they need a bit more heat on them. So it's, it takes a good skill and a lot of practice to make sure that you don't dry out that loin while completely cooking your shoulder and your ham. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I did manage to steal a couple of bites of that before, and I'm pretty sure you nailed it. Well, thank you very much. We've been doing it a while. You know, I, they do call me the Duchess of Barbecue, or the Barbecue Duchess for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Look, yeah. uh, thanks for your time. I know you've got to get ready for the shoulder hand That's in right. now. Yeah. So uh, best of luck with it. Thank you so much. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here, day two in New Orleans at the Hogs for the Cause Festival. Now you've probably seen in a couple of these videos so far, I've been working out at Ubon's Barbecue Tent, and they're sponsored by uh, Royal Oak. And just happening to wander by is Neil from Royal Oak, so I had to grab him and sit down and have a chat. Mate, is this your first time at Hogs for the Cause and how are you enjoying it? Oh, it's my first time here and it's wonderful. The food is wonderful, the people are wonderful, like I need to be back here every single year. I, I dare say you will be after you've been after you become part of the Ubon's family. Yes, then the family is just wonderful. You know, first time with one of the events with them, and right away it's like I've been family for 20 years. Yeah, no doubt, man, no doubt at all. So um, you obviously don't have a very southern accent. So how is this festival different from other events you've been to up uh, up north where you're from? Uh, uh, the focus on hogs obviously is a little bit different. It's uh, so very focused on one animal and then the different types of food there. And then just the southern hospitality is wonderful. So, uh, you know, as you get more into the south, you see a lot of that and just wonderful people. Felt so welcoming to be here. I'm happy here. It's like I've been here forever. Yeah, that's how I felt as well. Everyone's just so welcoming. So while we're here to, to talk about uh, Royal Oak, I've got a couple of questions that I just have to know. Um, things like uh, where does the charcoal come from and how's it made? So the charcoal comes from American wood. We actually have uh, uh, agreements with uh, local lumber yards uh, right next to uh, our facilities. Our facilities are 
all central in the country and the U.S. So we have them around uh, Arkansas. We have them around Missouri. And all the wood is locally sourced. Uh, we love that we get the wood locally sourced for two reasons primarily. One, we know it's great wood. That's uh, all oak, oak and hickory from around the area. Oh, beautiful. And then two, we know the origin of the wood, that they're not chopping down trees for us. We're not doing any harm to the environment. These are trees that were already chopped down to use for lumber, and we are reusing parts of the wood that they can't use for furniture or something like that. So it's positive to the environment. It prevents that wood from ending up in some type of waste yard and decaying. Instead, we're reusing something and we're doing something that's positive for the environment. Man, I love that so much. That's so awesome. <laughs> and the, the fact that it's 100% American uh, made from American products, that's so good. Yeah, and, and we love it. And there's a lot of pride to where that wood comes from and that we do it in America, that we have some people who are working at our kilns who are fourth generation. We had really uh, wow. We had this year, we had someone retire who had been at our facility for over 30 years. Oh, so wow. um, there's that heritage. And, you know, what we make, it's it's craftsmanlike that, you know, the kiln, it's not you hit a switch. And then you come back in a, in a day and it's exactly ready how you want it, that um, you have to figure it out, you have to play around with it, you're opening this valve, you're closing this valve, and you're really figuring it out. So those years and generations of experience really pay out. And that's what causes us to get really good wood, that it's not this strict formula and you throw it in an oven and you pull it out. We really have some technical ability and something that's been learned over the years. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 evident when I was looking at the actual lumps of charcoal themselves as we were putting them into the smokers here, and they they seem to burn really well. Like the the they've been so efficient here in these cookers here this weekend. Yeah, and we love it. And you know, we take uh, we take the wood out and that charred wood, and we look at it, and we're kind of hitting it against each other and listening for that glass sound. And like, there's that pride and that that wood comes out great and it cooks great. And it's the same things that we use at home and. We know what we like and we know what makes it good and it's uh, it take, it's a little bit of a challenge to get there, but we're really happy with how that product ends up coming out. What's the glass sound that you were just talking about? What's that? Well, when you think about charcoal, what you're doing is you're making it into something, you're taking it from very strong wood and making it into something a little more fragile that burns well. So sometimes when you hear two pieces hit against each other, it's almost like glass hitting against each other. And you want that that fragileness to it so that it burns really well. Ah, gotcha. And that's kind of like when you talk to the kiln operator and you're like, how do you know you had a really good day and you made a really good product? He's like, listen for this sound. And he kind of hits two pieces together. And, and you see that pride come through, but you also understand what's separating our charcoal from a different type of charcoal. Yeah, sure. Radio. So can you give me a quick roundup of the different products that uh, Royal Oak has on offer? Sure. So our pride and joy, I would say, is our lump charcoal. So single ingredient. It is wood. It is nothing else in there. It's baked in kilns, and that is what we love to provide. Um, we also sell a few other products. We sell briquettes. Um, we're one of the big briquette manufacturers. So we actually take what's left over from our lump charcoal, so those little pieces, grind them up, make them into little squares. It makes it a little simpler, a little easier to cook with those. And then the third product that I'm very proud of and I love are our tumbleweeds. So I don't know if you've been able to cook with those. Uh, they're about this long. Um, they're shaved pieces of wood tied together and you light them up. Uh, they cook completely out in about 10 minutes. So it's the easiest way to sh start a charcoal grill and then they completely burn away. So it's 100% natural, no lighter fluid used and absolutely the easiest way. It makes it as easy as cooking with gas.
That sounds very interesting. I haven't actually seen them. You're going to have to show me some later on. I will absolutely bring you a box. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Look, mate, thanks for your time. The team's about to get ready for the next hand-in, so I've got to go make sure I'm there for that. Thanks very much for being on the show. Wonderful meeting and you. I, and I hope you enjoy the rest yeah, of the week. thank you for having me on the show. Hey folks, Ben for Smoke and Hot Confessions here. We're about halfway through day two of Hogs for the Cause, and I've got with me Danny from Pearl Southern Comfort from all the way up in Chicago. Man, how you doing? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. And and what is it that, that brings you all the way here from Chicago? Um, well, I met Craig about four years ago uh, at Windy City Smokeout, which is a big barbecue festival in Chicago. And uh, then he and I just became really good friends. Um, and so a few times a year, I just want to go out and drink beer, cook barbecue, and kind of get out, get away from running my restaurants and, and hang out with these guys. And they're just the most welcoming folks you could ever meet. Yeah, they, they absolutely are. And it's surprising just how many people I've been talking to this weekend that have said, well, I met Craig, <laughs> and that's how the story starts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. So uh, uh, I'd been coming to New Orleans. Actually, Pearl's is a New Orleans-style restaurant. I'm a Kansas City guy, so we do barbecue there as well as po'boys, gumbo, jambalaya, that kind of stuff. So for me to come to get to come down to New Orleans, hit all the restaurants, get to hang out with these guys, I mean, it's, it's a dream come true. And technically, it's a tax deduction because it's research. Exactly. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. I love it. So you've actually got um, a couple of different restaurants, don't you? Yeah. Um, I've got a bar and grill, which is about five or six blocks from Wrigley Field, called Toons Bar and Grill. I've been there for, uh, this is my 20th year anniversary. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and then we just opened a new place called Beck's uh, in July of last year. And then Pearl's uh, is four years old now. So Fantastic. And so... How have you seen the, the foodie scene evolve over the last 20 years you've been in restaurants? Um, well, especially in like the neighborhood where Toons is, I mean, we've seen it like now, like I say, since it's near Wrigley Field, I mean, it's just, it's exploded, you know. Um, all the houses, there used to be like three flats of rentals now, they've been torn down on these big, big mansions and this, that and the other. And it's just, um, you know, we, we do chicken wings and it's it's been a tavern for 80 years. So it's just really? It's a really old school Chicago neighborhood bar, you know. So it's great to have that fixture there. Um, you know, we're very family friendly and, and people bring their kids in and then we see people, they go get married and people just move on, you know. So it's been cool. Very cool. Sounds awesome, yeah. So down here in Louisiana, we've got, you know, sort of southern influences in, in barbecue and, and then you got your Memphis style, you got your Kansas style, that sort of stuff. How would you describe the barbecue style in Chicago? Well, barbecue in Chicago, um, a lot of the, the, the African-American people follow the Mississippi River up from from Memphis area, and they migrated up to Chicago because there was much work. So the original barbecue in Chicago was like, they call them an aquarium style cooker. And, um, and it, it's all live charcoal. And the gentlemen actually have a hose. That's how they would control the fire. Um, and at that time, the, the cheaper cuts of meat were the rib tips. So if you get a, a full slab of, of, of ribs, most people cut the tip off and discard it. Well, these these guys learned how to cook them, um, and they you know they chop them up really fine, and you got a nice meat on there, um, and also hot links. So it was like rib tips and hot links was a, was how the barbecue started. Now there's with the explosion of barbecue all over the country. You know, we have like some guys doing Texas style, doing the brisket and slicing. Um, there's Kansas City style. Uh, so it's, you know, it's more just a proper like a barbecue restaurant as opposed to 
Like if you come up there on the south side, you would see the gentleman cooking the, the hot links and the rib tips. You know, you didn't really see half chickens and brisket and pulled pork, that kind of stuff. So, Interesting. So it, it's kind of evolving. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and, you know, just like it in, the, in the whole, in the U.S., like Chicago, like three or four years ago, like seven new barbecue restaurants opened. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's, it's been a great scene to watch that. Um, like I say, this the Winnie City Smokeout is a huge festival where they bring in the best pit masters. These guys from U-Bonds come every year. The guys from the Salt Lick come every year. Um, you know, uh, the Fox Brothers who are here right now, they come up there. And then there's about 20 of the best pit masters in the United States. And then they have uh, the best country music. So, oh, fantastic. Cool. I just want to loop back to that, uh, to that aquarium smoker that you were yeah. talking about before. So is that a little bit sort of similar to a Carolina, Ka uh, Carolina style smoker with like the box on top? charcoal underneath it, uh, how can they you say it, it actually looked like a like an aquarium you have all the charcoal and the wood on the bottom yeah and then it, it, it like had like a glass top that they could lower up and down so it in the, the gym i mean it's just like talk about smoky you know the guys in there just have to wear goggles i mean it's just so much smoke and stuff oh wow and then when it gets too hot like i said they literally have a, a garden hose so if, the, if their fires gets too hot they spray it down spray the charcoal down and that's how they control the temperature Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. cool. There's not that many of them left in Chicago. I mean, you now everything's going more uh, with the old hickories and automated, you know, cookers. And it's just the city of Chicago doesn't really like people burning stuff with live fire in restaurants. So, but uh, they're really cool, man. If you ever get a chance to check out, you should uh, definitely do it. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm going to have to chase one down and then find out how it all works. Well, I'll be glad to show you. <laughs> Anytime, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm actually heading that way in a couple of days. So. Sweet. We'll have a talk off camera and you can give me some names and numbers. I'd love to. It'd be All great. Right. Cool, man. Look, thanks for your time. Yeah, my pleasure. Have a good time for the rest of the weekend and thanks you for too. being part of the show. Hey, enjoy the rest of your trip here in the States. We, uh, we like having you. Thanks very much. Hey folks, Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. We're rounding out day two at uh, Hogs for the Cause in Louisiana. We've done all the hand-ins. We're just waiting for the awards. But before I get to that, I've got my good mate, Kerry from Peg Leg Porker here. Mate, how are you feeling about the weekend? Oh, I feel great. Feel great. It's always a good time at Hogs for the Coles. That's what I'm picking up. Yeah. It's my first time here, but everyone I'm talking to is saying it's like number one. It's great. It's a uh, it's a great event for a good charity. And, uh, you know, this is all about fundraising. And I think this barbecue festival does more for uh, a charity than any other barbecue festival in the, in the country, as far as I know. I think it's definitely right up there, yeah. Oh, it's great. So tell me about your team, Peg Leg Porker. Well, I don't have my team down here. I'm on Team Company Burger down here with Adam Biderman and Company ah, Burger. And I met Matt them Colosino and all the boys there. So Peg Leg Porkers compete in Memphis in May, and that's about it. Um, and these boys are on my team at Memphis in May, so when I come down here, I'm on their team. It's nice sometimes to not have to be the one in charge. I, I hear you, man. I hear you. So usually when I do something like that, I end up being parsley bitch. It's my job to cut the parsley and put That's the. Right. Absolutely. Is, yeah. Is that you this weekend? Are you yeah, the parsley I'll do bitch? That shit. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing whatever. I, but the nice thing is, also, I'm the oldest member of the team. So if I say I've got to sit down in a chair or something, you know, they give me some little leeway because they're all much younger than me. They don't know how us old people act. <laughs> Wily. That's the word. Wily. Hey, we call it crazy like a fox in Tennessee. <laughs> uh. Nice, I like that, I like that. 
So what's the barbecue style like in, in Tennessee? How is it different to, you know, Louisiana style, Texas style, Memphis, Kansas City? Yeah. So, well, Memphis is part of Tennessee. Our style in Nashville, my, at my restaurant, is West Tennessee style. My family settled in West Tennessee in 1827 in Covington. We used to own the cotton gin. And so barbecue kind has been in our blood a long time. We do a true, real Tennessee barbecue, which has always been pork and chicken. And we got sausage as well, but it's pork sausage. We don't do brisket. And we say, if you want brisket, go to Texas. Wow. And so, uh, and we do a true West Tennessee dry rib. We smoke it with nothing on it, except for kosher salt. And then right before it hits your plate, we hit it with our dry seasoning. It's not a rub. It's a seasoning, so you get the full flavor of the rib and the brightness of the spices without any of the flavor being cooked out of it. Interesting. So you get, you get, I guess, a more, um, a more honest representation of the pork. We think you do. This was originated by the Rendezvous in Memphis uh, years ago, 60 years ago, by Charlie Burgess, and they're actually Greeks. And they started with a sandwich shop, turned it into a barbecue place, they developed this barbecue seasoning, and it's really a derivative of a Greek seasoning, but it's a fantastic way to present the true representation of the pork without covering it up by smothering it with salt or sugar. And then all that sauce and all the rest of that as well. Yeah, well, you know, and we serve it with a sauce on the side. Like, I like to take my dry ribs, dip them in sauce, you know, and eat them. But uh, I've got a lot of diehard fans that they only want the dry ribs. And when we say dry rib, that doesn't mean the ribs are dry. The, the ribs and the meat are moist and tender. It's just the, the seasoning on top is a dry seasoning. They're not wet and sticky. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Lovely. So what of that style have you brought to this competition this weekend? None of it. I'm a... None of it. There you go. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I brought. If we, this we, team wins a trophy this weekend, it has nothing to do with this no, man I whatsoever. I came down here to have some fun <laughs> and not be in charge. It actually, actually what we did is Team Company Burgers got a great product. We've got a great uh, pork puree this year with a soft serve ice cream uh, with bacon, uh, pecan, pralines, and uh, also a smoked chocolate on there. We call it two pigs, one cup. And uh, stop it! <laughs> and stop so, it! I swear. So, anyway, it's a great dessert, and we have great ribs. And we did a whole hog from Holy City Hogs from Tank Jackson in Charleston, but we cooked it on the BMF 200, which is a smoker that I manufacture. So, if you want to ask what I brought to Hogs for the Cause, I brought I brought the world's best smoker that's cooking the award-winning Holy City Hog for the hog competition today. Sounds good, man. Tell me about that. Tell me about the BMF 2000. The BMF 200 is a, 200, tri sorry. It's a triple walled vertical smoker. So it's a reverse flow. The heat comes up all three sides. All walls are insulated. Dumps in the top. The exhaust is out the bottom. So it forces convection. I can burn, if you're using the right charcoal, which I would recommend B&B, uh, Charlogs, or Chef Select, uh, from Royal Oak, which is their commercial charcoal. One 20-pound bag, two sticks of hickory, put it in that smoker, let it roll, get a 10 to 12-hour burn without touching the pit at 220. Wow. Yeah. So I, 
I guess that's the secret to success there is the consistency of the bun. Look, barbecue's all about time and temperature, consistency. You can shovel coals all night. You're spiking your pit up and down, up and down, up and down. Or you can have a consistent smoker like the BMF 200. Steady as a rock. I like that. I've been drinking for three days. Look how steady that hand is. Me too. <laughs> All right, man. That sounds awesome. Look, thank you very much for your time. I realize you're a busy you. man. There's a line of people here waiting to talk to you. So thanks very much. Thanks for being part of the show. I appreciate and I it. hope to see the BMF 200 pick up some awards up there on the stage. And I hope to get back down to Australia very soon. I loved it. Cooked for Good Food Month a couple of years ago with Morgan McGlone. Want to get back down to Sydney, Melbourne, and Perth. And a shout out to my man, Stone Cold Steve Austin, who was from Perth, who came and worked for me for nine months at the Peg Lake Park. There you go, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's what he did when he retired from wrestling. We're looking forward right. to opening a new place in Perth soon. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, man. Uh, thank you, mate. Hey folks, it's Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. Day two is rounded up. We're literally just having a couple of beers, kicking back and waiting for the awards. And I've got Chef Tory from the Commander's Executive Palace, one of the largest, uh, most popular, successful restaurants here in the South. Man, how has the weekend been for you? It's just always a lot of fun for me. I mean, hanging out here and barbecuing hogs and, and uh, pork shoulders and doing what we do. And all the money goes to uh, pediatric brain cancer. So to hang out here, it's almost like family reunion. You know, this thing's been rolling now for almost 10 years, and it's, and it's great. It's ice cold beer, amazing American barbecue, fantastic local live music, and you can't ask for better. You can't, you can't. And if it weren't for the different colored shirts, I wouldn't know who was from which team because yeah. everybody just sort of roams right. around. And yeah, yeah, we, we, we all have our own T-shirts that kind of change year to year, different colors. So. And we see everybody, it's like 15 or 20 people all in one shade. That's like the team. And it's, it is, it's such an amazing thing. This whole thing kind of started pretty organically about nine years ago. Uh, my buddy Renee and Becker Hall uh, threw a pig roast on the fly overlooking the Mississippi River on the back of the Ottoman Zoo in uptown New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. And invited some friends. They're like, you know what? I'm going to raise some money for you know, pediatric brain cancer. And after that, it grew and it grew and it grew. Now, now today we have 10,000 people walking in the door. We have 90 professional barbecue teams. And some people just like get together and like, whatever. They're like dentists and doctors and lawyers, yeah. like, whatever. So. That's the beauty of barbecue, man. It brings yeah. everybody together. Yeah, that's, that's exactly the deal. Like smoke, good spice, good salt, hand craftsmanship. You know, you just don't get that when you're, you know, sauteing a piece of chicken. Like low, slow craftsmanship. That's, you know, that's, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Now, I understand that you were handpicked by President Barack Obama yeah. to be a culinary ambassador to Australia. Man, yeah. what was that like? And to, 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 receive, <laughs> to, to receive that phone call from the, the... Years later. Look at the smile on the man's face. Years later. I've been in Australia twice now. Twice. <laughs> but, uh, man, to... I was sitting at home, and it was late. It was like nine o'clock at night. My phone's ringing. I'm like, man, who the, who the hell's up? And it's the the United States State Department in Washington D.C. No. Yep. And I said, hey, I just want to tell you, you know, you've been chosen as one of the five chefs in America as part of our cultural, our culinary diplomacy, and we want you all to travel the world and tell people, teach people what's going on with American heritage 
and authentic, really good cuisine. Oh, and you've been wow. You've been selected to, uh, to go to Australia. I about fell out of my chair. I was like, God, I always wanted to go there, man. That place is fantastic. And you see it, see it on, on TV, commercials, YouTube. Crocodile Dundee. Oh, my God, man. I'm serious. I've always, always wanted to go. And... And I was like tearing up, crying, walking off the plane, excited to be there. So now I've been back twice. The people y'all have, and everybody's so kind, generous, just y'all are amazing. I can't wait to go back. So what did you uh, what did you uh, show us in, as part of your diplomatic culinary experience? So it's, it's interesting. A lot of folks in Australia, if you think of America, name American cuisine, what do you think of? McDonald's, McDonald's, KFC, Starbucks, Starbucks, yeah, yeah, yeah. A pizza uh, hut. Burger King, Burger King, yeah. But but to teach somebody how to make gumbo, oh, I love gumbo. That takes two days to make. Yeah, right. The people have this like look on their face, or like, you know what I mean, it's it's crazy. So I had the amazing opportunity to go to uh, Melbourne, Canberra, Sydney, and even up on the on the Gold Coast. Uh, it was amazing. So. Yeah, tremendous, tremendous. So, sorry, you'll have to excuse the peanut gallery there behind us. <laughs> no, <was> Johnny, <laughs> behave yourself. <laughs> I did say at the top of the interview that uh, we were having a few beers before the uh, before the awards. So, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, it's, it's crunch time now. You know, we've been um, cooking all night, Friday night, and then stayed up all night into Saturday morning. All of our competition stuff is in. We package it up in little boxes. It's off to the judges. Now we can breathe, we crack open a couple of cold ones, have a couple shots of tequila, and then here in a couple of hours, we'll go to the main stage and listen to some good rock and roll and uh, find out who wins this competition. It's going to be good times, man. Hey, yeah. Now, you have, I think, my favorite team name that I've seen here today. <laughs> Being a bit of a true crime fan aficionado, yeah. man. Yeah. Silence of that, silence of the hams. Right, man. That's ripper. It's uh, it's 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 always one of those cool movies we always kind of grew up with. You know, like, man, Silence of the Lambs is great, man. Anthony I, Hopkins and all that. I think that was my first horror movie. <laughs> and I will tell you what, one of the first years we did a an Andouille corn dog. I love like basic. I love Taco Bell. It's like crap food. You know what I mean, Taco Bell, all that stuff. But I love corn dogs. So we did. Uh, Andouille corn dog, and then we did um, uh, fava bean mustard and cayenne ketchup with fava beans. With fava beans, got a nice classic Chianti. <laughs> well, it's great, man. Nice. We love it. I take my professional career seriously, but out here, man, we just want to have fun, enjoy it, relax, cook some like whole hogs, and drink some beer. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. So, were you happy with all your hand ins today? What do you think is no. going to get you a call up? Well. Last year we won whole hog. Right? Wow! Out of all these ninety teams, we had the best whole hog in the whole thing. So, pretty excited about that. I'm encouraged to kind of feel like, um, kind of feel like that the, the pig we cooked this year was even better. Right? It came from a small little ranch in North Carolina, flown in specifically for us today, and so we've been taking care of that one. Wait, wait, but, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait! So the pig has been flown in with better circumstances than I have. Yeah. The, <laughs> Not, we, didn't, we didn't fly in from Australia. Wow. North Carolina's a little closer. <laughs> yeah, but I flew in economy. I mean, come on. Uh, I think the, the pig was probably first class yeah. to New Orleans yeah. and dropped off at Commander's Palace. Yeah. yeah. It's great. So we're, we're really hoping to, to take home some awards today. But really, all this is a, 
amazing experience. There's 10,000 people hanging out today, and all the money goes to a great cause. So I'm just happy to be here and very grateful. Well, mate, I'm, I'm very grateful to have, have had you be part of my show. Thank you. Thank you very much, and I wish you the best of luck at awards time. Cheers, man. All right. All right. And come back to Australia soon. I cannot wait. <laughs> Got a project you'd like to work on with the SHC team? Shoot Ben an email on ben at smokinghotconfessions.com and let's have a conversation. If you want good barbecue, you need good charcoal. And when it comes to charcoal, the denser the wood, the better the charcoal. This is where Dragon's Breath Charcoal comes in. It's made from Australian native Gigi, famous for being the third most dense wood in the world, which means you're going to get 100% quality 100% of the time. The manufacturer of Dragon's Breath Charcoal was founded in 2005 and is the largest charcoal manufacturer in Queensland. A company founded in firm principles and values, the manufacturers of Dragon's Breath seek out opportunities to serve the community, starting with their work in the environmental restoration of Southwest Queensland sheep and cattle stations. Over the years, they've developed dietary charcoal products for livestock and horses and pets. And now there's garden and agricultural soil products that help keep moisture in the soil while it takes CO2 out of the atmosphere. Dragon's Breath Charcoal will be launching on Amazon in October, so stay tuned for more info soon. Thank you, thank you to everybody out here, especially all of our teams. A big round of applause for all 92 teams in Hogs 11. Way to go! Woo! We want to, first of all, thank all of our amazing sponsors that make this night happen, along with these wonderful teams out here. First of all, they sponsor the competition. They are Children's Hospital of New Orleans. Thank you, children. Right now, we are on... This big baddie of a stage. This is Bud Light stage. Thank you, Bud Light. I've had about three 750s myself of Tito's vodka today, so I want to thank you, Tito's, for doing it. We also want to thank Louisiana, Blue Plate, Capital One, Official Bank of Hogs for the Cause, Diageo, Bullet Whiskey, Phelps Dunbar, Captain Morgan, Don Julio, Tabasco. Let's spice it up in about five minutes. I also want to thank Scariano Distributing, Nooski's Bacon, the best bacon there is on the market. The one and only Neat Wines, the one and only Max Lubier. We want to thank the ripped guys from Apino Avon. Yeah, without you. their guns, without their sleeveless shirts, none of this could be happening. All right. So let's let's turn it up. Okay. Now earlier at the captains' meetings, we did a moment of silence for Gary Rourke, but Gary would not want that right now. How about a big, loud round of applause for Gary Rourke? And if you have a drink in your hand, hand, you take that drink. None of this would be possible without that man's tutelage. That whole family, the Ubon's right over there. There you go. We miss Gary, but we miss Harry's spirit. All right. All right. It's time to get into the categories. We'll do the best sauce. 
In 10th place, out of Arkansas, the Presumptuous Pigs. Ninth place, Augie Style. Eighth place, where's Pickles were? They were just here. Seventh place, Two Forks Farms. Sixth place, one of my favorite names, Sport Porkin'. Fifth place, Hog Jammin'. Fourth place, Maison National. All right, here we go. How about a little fry smoked meats in third place? Come on up, boys and girls. Second place, Silence of the Hams. And your 2019 sauce champion, the Pork Yard. We're moving on to one of my favorite things, mayonnaise. Blue plate, that's mayonnaise. Tenth place, Smokey and the Bacon. Ninth place, that old school 96 panic at Lakefront Arena. It's Captain Borkenheimer. Eighth place, Pork Chapatulis. Seventh place, they took a year off. They're back, Chits and Piggles. Sixth place, Rougarou Q. Fifth place, Goody Q. Fourth place, Swino. All right, third place. They had a beautiful photo of me. I love these guys. Deuce Piccolo, Pork Gigolo. Deuce Piccolo, come to the stage. Second place, it's a Drackey Treehorn joint. It's Hog Jammin'. And first place. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Damn, I don't gosh. think, other than for the, all the fantastic work they do, I don't think they've sniffed the stage for awards they, since Hogs 3. They've won First off. place, Sweet. Swine! Oh! My! The only all-lady steaming hawk! Let's bring out Jason Riles from uh, Newski's Bacon! This company provided nearly two tons of bacon on site today. and I have been 10th place! Newski's Bacon! Smokey in the Bacon! Serendipitous! And let's, let's also give a shout out to our first inaugurable winners, inaugural, Lard and In Charge, also known as Team Lard. Last year they won it with the Herzen fart, and it was a delicious dish. They're not just sexy, they know how to cook. Ninth place, I mean, Sport Porkin. These guys, Sport Porkin. These guys are getting calls. Eighth place, Mississippi Bacon Association. It's in the name. Seventh place. Your 2018 Grand Champion Swine Crew. Sixth place, Captain Porkenheimer. Fifth place, Hoggy Style. Fourth place, Piggy Stardust. Yay. All right. The next three teams, please come to the stage. In third place, it's a piglet division. Wow. This wow. Is, wow. This is one Never of our smaller before. teams, one of our new divisions. These guys are from the Midwest. Their names are Cracklin' Sprints. Second place, Nooski's Bacon. Pork Chapatulis. And your winner. Oh, this is big. This is big. is big. I don't know if these guys have ever won a category. I think it, well, what they really base their stuff off of is something that rhymes with turban. Right, right, right. right. 
Swerving? I'm dipping and I'm swerving. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Turban. Bring it back to the real thing, bud. Okay. Swino! You're bacon champions! We're going to start with whole hog. Y'all ready? Now, these next couple of categories and your fundraising determined grand champion. Tenth place, whole hog. A tradition unlike any other, Maison National. Ninth place, whole hog. Oh, it's a newbie. It's a noob. Weird. This is a hard division. Hell of a team named 16 Cracklins. Eighth place, whole hog. He's the damn mayor of Mid-City. It's Pork Funk All-Stars. Seventh place, Yubon's Barbecue. Out of Yazoo. Sixth place. He made, they make a hell of a burger, but with Lunchbox, they make a hell of a whole hog. It's Cupatine Company Burger. Fifth place. Dangerous Rhines. Fourth place. Hell of a view. Born to Grill. Third place. Come to stay. Hold on. 2019. I can see it out of the corner of my eye. It's Hog Dad Nation. Second place. Maybe the, maybe the nicest guys in barbecue. Nicest guys in barbecue. Second place. These guys aren't bad either. It's Rougarou Q. And your first place, whole hog champion. Who do we think? Take it out. Going fast. Going quick. It's Mr. Pigglesworth. All right. Let's turn it over to Ribs. Tenth place. Want to stress this? This is Ribs. Bit. We want to stress this a little bit more. This is a. This man is continuing to fight every day. He came out here. Put together the menu for the whole team, the whole team, cooked for the whole team. He's got a restaurant we should all go to called DTV. Carl Schubert, you're Big the man. Big round of applause for Carl Schubert and Hoggy Style, please. Tenth place. Rims. Ninth place. No sleeves. Mr. Pig Stuff. Eighth place. Two Forks Farms. Seventh place. I hear the place is for sale for $5 million. Yeah. Mr. Neal at Wet Wet. What? What? Sixth place. They know bacon. They know ribs. Mississippi Bacon Association. Fifth place. I don't know if they know much about barbecue, but uh, they score pretty well here. Blue Oak Barbecue. Fourth place. Typically known for their hand pies, but Hugh Pigs is getting in the ribs division. All right. I'm going to announce the top three. Y'all come to stage starting with Dangerous Rhymes. Second place. Say you. Say, Say me. me. Swine Out Richie. In year 2019, Ritz champion is a pork lips now. <laughs> All right, let's go pork shoulder here. In 10th place, they've gotten a couple calls already. That's Sport Porkin. Ninth place, Smoky Ridge Barbecue. 
Eighth place, they have an association. It's Mississippi Bacon Association. Seventh place, Fry Smoke Meats. Sixth place, Beers Fly When Pigs Die. Fifth place, just a couple little barbecue restaurants out of Atlanta and Charleston. That's Foxeria del Sol. Fourth place, Swine and Dine, baby. Here we go to the stage. Third place, Tailgate Tigers. In second place, who we got? Let's change the name a little bit. Central City and the Port Phillips. And in first place on Port Shoulder, Mr. This is our Anything Goes category, exploring all the wonderful things that the big has to offer. Pork Marie, here we go. Y'all ready? This is my favorite category. Tenth place. Apocalypse now. Ninth place. Had a hell of a showing last year with the hers and fart. It's Larden in charge. Eighth place. Irish Brew Barbecue. Seventh place. I used to ride the highway. I used to know where I was going. It's Captain Porkenheimer. Sixth place. I'm stepping in. Oh, yeah. Crazy Jeff Barbecue Bungalow. Fifth place. I told y'all he's the mayor. It's Pork Funk All-Stars. Fourth place. Smokey and the Bacon. And here we go. Y'all ready? Third place. Pork Chapatulis. Second place. I tell you what, we gave these boys a stern talking to a couple of years ago and said, you know, Mississippi is usually behind us in every category, and y'all need to step up. Second place, Mississippi Bacon Association. And your, oh, man. your, this is absolutely nuts, 2019 Pork Parade champion. If you could cue the Chicago Bulls theme, she may need to retire. She is the Michael Jordan of Parkeray. It's Swine Crow. Yes, baby. We, we got two things left. Unraising and grandstanding. Come on, Sean. Sean, pay attention, young man. This year, we budgeted ourselves to give over a million dollars in a single year to charities, pediatric oncology programs, and families. And we're gonna do it. One million dollars in one year, guys. That's what all of y'all are doing. Y'all should be incredibly proud of yourself. Thank you, big round of applause for you. You teams this year, wait for this. You raised a combined total of over Two million dollars. Come on. Eleven years, two million dollars. That's insane, guys. Here's how we're going to do it. I wish we could bring every last one of y'all because every one of y'all makes the difference out here. 
but we can only announce the top 15. Number 15, over $30,000. It's our friends back at Swino. Come on, over $30,000. We're gonna clap for all these teams. How insane is it that over $30,000 was number 15? Come on, that's crazy. How about number 14? They're all doctors. Big Latin. Clap, come on. They raised over $30,000. 13, fry smoked meats, over $30,000. Number 12, out of Montgomery, Alabama, they do their own event. It's Druid's Barbecue. Number 11, Captain Porkenheimer, over $30,000. This is insanity. How about we go to number 10, raising over $40,000. What? Silence of the hands. Number nine, over $40,000, to Mr. Andrew Schufer. March of the Pigs. Seem to have lost track. Number eight, over $40,000, Swine and Dine, baby. Number seven. Insane. Over $50,000. Deuce Bigelow pours Fort Jiggle. Where's Richie? Send along. Number six. They're a conglomerate this year. It's a combination. They're over $50,000. Blue Oak Barbecue. Swine and Star. Bodacious Barbecue. Hoodoo Browns. Swinging. Good Lord. Over $50,000. We got a little jump here. Number five, over $70,000 at number five, and that's Mr. Pigglesworth. Now, in Hogs three, Hogs two, the thought that the fourth place team would be raising over $125,000 would be the most nonsensical thing we could come up with. Number five, number four, over $125,000. That's Mr. Big Stuff. Give it up. Come on. Clap for him. All right, let's do this pick, ladies and gents. All right, now we're, now we're going to get really big and really insane here. So in third place, over $210,000. A big round of applause for the Boar's Nest. Big round of applause. Come on, guys. $210,000. That's incredible. $210,000. Number two, over $215,000. That's Foxeria Del Sol. Come on, boys. They may be from Atlanta in Charleston, but we better give them a big round of applause. That's $215,000. It's going to help families. This is insane, guys. Charleston, Atlanta, just an absolute perfect union with these guys. There he goes on the steps. Run up. Run up. All right, all right. That can mean only one thing. That can mean I don't know if y'all have ever heard of this team before. 
but they finished in first place in fundraising for the back to back to back to back. I don't know. This is out of nowhere. Let's 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 glorify this number. Raising $442,000. That's Team Florida Q. Give it up. All right, Becker, let's go. Uh, let's go oh, alternate. Let's, let's clear the stage. This is our last one. Here we one. go. Come on. This is the last one for 2019. Thank, once again, before all the insanity ensues, thank you, thank you, thank you to every single person out in that field. We could not do this without you. We appreciate you. We love you. What you do makes us so emotional. Big round of applause for all of you out there! All right, here we go. I'm Grand champion, the Ben Surratt Jr. Grand champion. Here we go. 15th place, Foxeria del Sol. 14th place, Hog Dad Nation. 13th place. Sugar. Da, 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 da. This, this is kind of a sneaky team. Tailgate Tigers. 12th place. It's none other than Crazy Jeff's Barbecue Bungalow. 11th place. Best view in the whole yard. Born to Grill. 9th place. Wait, no, 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 you skipped one. Ah, oh, sorry. 10th place. Yeah, 10. Fry Smoked Meat Company. Ninth place. Dangerous Rides. Eighth place. Maybe most improved this year. I got to give it to him. I got to give it to him. 100%. Rougarou Q. Seventh oh, place. Oh, uh, we got to give a shout out to this now guy. Now, listen. Sam LeBlanc wins a bunch of different things. Most wasted at Hogs and seventh place grand champion. Sixth place. They're known for their hand pies. Hupigs! Fifth place. I'm going to repeat the joke because I'm running out of stuff. Sky was yellow and the sun was blue oak. Fourth place. Wow. Wow. Here we go. 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 Wow. 2018 Grand Champion Swine Crew. All right. This is it. Third place. Y'all, this is it. This is it. 2019. Are y'all ready? Is everybody ready for us to announce this and everybody go home and get a good night's sleep? for the great state of Mississippi. It's Mississippi Bacon Association. All right, let's let's pick them up and we're gonna do this thing. I think we all know who the two teams are down to. Here we go. There's a highly contested year. Let's get a picture with Mississippi Bacon Association. God damn, you're sexier than I am. This is one of the rules that was prohibited in the rule book, but uh, <laughs> they all want to hug me. Becker is a fragile being, everybody. He's a fragile being.
We're in the whole goddamn thing, my man. All right. Second Congratulations. Place. Hold on, hold on. Let's exit stage. Congratulations. They're starting to become bridesmaids a lot, though, these guys. They're always, they're never really invited to the real dance. Yeah. All right. You want to, here we go. We got two teams left. Who's it going to be? This was, it was tight. We have eliminated these butts. They are not one of the teams that are going to win. I'm going to announce second, second place. place. Go immediately into your franchise. You got it. Okay. Everybody ready? Here we go. Second place. Hawks for the cause. Grand champion. 2019. Mr. Picklesworth. First place grand champion of Portland Style Central City Barbecue. Congratulations, everybody. And thank you all. And there you have it, family. How was that for an impressive barbecue festival? I can't even tell you how incredible that festival was. This year, they broke $2 million US dollars raised for kids with brain cancer, and one team alone, the Fleur de Cube barbecue team, raised a breathtaking $442,442 US dollars. I gotta say, if you're planning a barbecue road trip through the South, you gotta head to Hogs for the Cause. It's definitely one of the best experiences I've had in my life, period. Before I let you go, I want to remind you about our killer merch lineup, the Smoking Hot Confessions community on Facebook, and if you have a minute, it'd really help me out if you could subscribe, rate, and review the show. The ratings and reviews trigger the algorithms and make Apple distribute the podcast further and wider, so they are really important and very much appreciated. And that's the end of the show. Till next time, take care of each other and keep on queuing. Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips, and Ben's own confessions. <laughs>